Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion of Myth live stream, episode number 205, the 16th of March, 2019. Get your green suits on and begin your jigs for, it is, ha, huh? what is it? St. Patrick's Eve. That's right, kids. I'm sure you have all your your green pumpkins and you're going door to door for Guinness right now. It is St. Patrick's Eve, my friends. I am Alex Blarney Marsh, and with me is Brett Two-Step Shillelagh Grissomer. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I think it's horrible that that uh, that they have St. Patrick's Day on a Sunday. That's just mean. That is super mean, right? I mean, if it falls on a Sunday, we should all just agree. No, we'll have it on Saturday. Just Why? I don't get it. With all the drinking. It's a Saint's Day. Yeah, but that's not what people do it's on that day. <laughs> most people, sorry, most people just drink more. Well, it's better than it being on a weekday. Yeah, but <laughs> Sunday Sunday is like a weekday, only it's the b before you go to work for the first time that week, and it's kind of worse. It feels worse than a, than a Wednesday. I suppose so. You can, you can well, make that Not that I know. <laughs> you schlub. You didn't marry money. I have no Anywho. idea what we're talking about anymore. Something happened somewhere in that conversation, and I wasn't a part of it. <laughs> it's like when you show up to a surprise party after the surprise has happened, and you walk in, and everyone's like, ah! It's like, oh. No, it's and, just because, it's because and, you work in Elgar, and, and I don't. Then you're there, and you're like, so this was... And it's someone else's surprise party. It's not yours. You're like, I missed the surprise. And you're surprised that it wasn't there for the surprise. So it's like a weird meta surprise, but only for you because you had the dates wrong. But and you, you were just hit, there right? to try and like borrow a new record label or something, and you ah, my record label broke, so you show up and you can't get it, and everyone else is there for a party which you were invited to, but you didn't know was happening right now. And so you end up having to like leave the blank CDs you were going to use anyway. Oh as my god! Gift. Just move on, please. What? <laughs> move on. Keep going. We get it. Go. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> Go, please. In today's segment, he the dog is going to talk. Could be a creepy Twilight Zone episode. Exactly, Elgarian. Exactly. If your life doesn't seem like a Twilight Zone episode every once in a while, you're not living. Just saying. Just saying. That is why I always make sure to build my houses on Indian graveyards. Only way to go. That and I like to be close to my ancestors. So, today's segments. He the dog. He the dog. My enemy on the stream. With Rurodi Kenshin, Wondering Samurai, and Bleach, the movie Hellverse. Oh, I yeah. like that. See, that's the verse that's uh, after the Purgatory verse. It's yes. A, it's a wonderful song. Well, no, it's Purgatory, Limbo. They are separate things. People don't know that. And oh, then Hell. And then Hell. Well, yeah. And then, then the layers of Hell. Well, technically, I guess Limbo is the first layer. No, it's not. I consider it separate. It's nowhere near as bad as the others. But uh, if you remember, last time I did the other Bleach movie, uh, Fade to Black, I Call Your Name, and uh, I said, there's one Bleach movie that's good, and one Bleach movie that's bad. This is the one that's good. I would well, hope so. We don't want to see the bad one. Nope, this is the one that's bad. <laughs> Aww. Should have known by the title. Well, bad to me, but... <laughs> uh, and in Garthon's comic poll, we're going to be talking about Amazing Spider-Man number 17. The Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight number one. Because we always need a number one every week. And every week. Avengers No Road Home number five. For all of these books, I did not like any of the page captures I could find online, so I took pictures with my camera, so 
The image quality's not as good, but it's better scenes. All right. Got it. Uh, they're like, oh, look, it's the first page. That page sucks. I don't want that. I want the dramatic page. I'm getting that page. And the RNG, James Gunn is back. That's right. Yesterday it happened, and we're going to talk about it. Back at what is the question? We will find out. Not, All right. not back in black. That's copyrighted. Oh, look at that. Our first team giveaway starts now. Everyone, time to join up. We are giving away Plague Incorporated Evolved. Now, the, the reason I jumped on this one is because I have this game. And it was originally uh, an app, and now it, it, they moved over to PC, and it is wonderful. You, uh, you, you, you play as the plague, as either bacterial, viral, or uh, uh, parasitic. I want to be a prionic plague. They, they have prions. They do. Woo! You can. I'm in. <laughs> you can, and uh, you have to. You have to infect every human. And uh, the wind condition is either kill them or, or take them over if you're a parasite. Oh, I like it. Yes. And uh, if, if, you are, if you're cured or your, your progression halts for a certain period of time, you lose. Because Aww. then the humans will rally and they will eradicate you eventually. Oh. Yes. It's a lot fun. I mean, I used to play it, you know, when I was waiting in the doctor's office or, you know, just, you know, waiting in traffic. I was like, oh, this traffic's not going anywhere. But guess what? <laughs> it's time, time to eradicate the United States with a bacterial infection. Marhawk says there's an option to be a bioweapon. Yes, yes, uh, they have they have a they have an escaped government bioweapon. Uh, there's there's also an option uh, to be a uh, a nanovirus. Oh wow, Duncan yes. says he thinks he played the board game versus my brother. He's probably thinking of pandemic. Yes, pandemic is where your people trying to stop the 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 plague. What, but the plague usually wins unless unless you unless your team is tight. <laughs> you, or you, really you know tight. what you're doing. Yeah, even when you know what you're doing, if if your team doesn't work together, you can make one mistake and lose the whole game. Uh, plague Plague Incorporated is a little bit more forgiving. You can make a mistake or two and still win, uh, unless you're on brutal, because they have levels, of course, easy, yeah. medium, hard. Well, there's brutal. also Pandemic Legacy. It's true, which is awesome. All right, and we can go ahead and go through the advertisements. At the end of the advertisements, we will roll. Remember, exclamation point Legion rocks to enter to get this game. Absolutely, absolutely. You don't have to be subscribed through Twitch. Nope. Just be a follower. Anyone, yeah. Anyone here. It'll, it's good for you. Good for you. And a special thanks to our current top subscribers, our fairy Twitch subscribers. Thank you oh so much. We appreciate all of our Twitch subscribers very much. And this is the week where we have our subscriber-only giveaway. That is fantastic. Yeah. Special yeah, thank right. you to our top donations and patrons, Baldahar through Streamlabs. Thank you so much. Our Twitch year, especially thanks to Zon. Thank you so much. And look at these other people. Sean Bud, Sean Plaxlayer. Thank you. January patrons, Brian Hicks, Sheriff, Aaron Matthews. Thank you all so much, especially Brian. Been there with us for over two years now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And video game donations, we appreciate everyone. Current goals, trying to get 1,000 followers. Currently have a lot. We gained 15. Twitch subscribers. Trying to get 100. We're up to... Oh, we're getting so close to that. YouTube subscribers are up. Oh, man. Beautiful. Patreons are static. That's good. That's better than down. We like it. What will be these goals achieve? Each goal we hit in 2019 will have a special contest specifically for that venue supporters. If all four goals are achieved in 2019 and held for three months, we'll have a special giveaway contest with at least 1,000 in prizes, including Heathen Dogs, Magical Computer Parts, and Garthon's Epic Painting, all for the winners. 
So, more growth, more prizes. Tell everyone, friends, family, just like you. Retweet, social media, let everyone know. We have over 200 plus hours of family-friendly live streams every single week. And I think Elgarian is about 190 hours of that. Thank you, Elgarian, who streams <laughs> every single day with this amazing soda content. Well, we have we have uh, over 250 hours on the live stream. That is true. Every week? Well, no, not every week. Not every week. But we do. 190 every week we just we just bring up we actually cross the finish line for him that's what we do that's what we that's do what we bring home carrying yep. this the man he is indeed uh doug says if i win the pain exactly what i want to paint is the lom special dialogue in part two. Oh, now i need to know what that is okay yeah okay okay we're gonna play it tomorrow right that's right we'll play it tomorrow we're play it tomorrow who is elgarian <laughs> <laughs> i like what else <laughs> I like him. I, li- I like that young that young man. He's a bright, shining star in a dark universe. Exactly. Exactly. says, FYI, starting in April or May, I'll be starting a new giveaway on Soda Streams. One yes. row lot deed will be given away. Wow. Each month, just all the other prizes. I think why people started that in March, not April. Wow. Serial West News has never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Serial, never heard of it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Uh, he the Dog has his last play as trilogy with Pacify. Garathon is teaming up with He the Dog. And Elgarian is Star Trek and other games. Uh, but starting in April, I'm going to be doing console streaming on Sunday night and throughout the week uh, as the Muse is available to me. Um, be- so that will be good. Look for that. Mainly RPGs. Maybe old stuff, maybe new stuff. Start with new stuff. So join the Legion, spread the word. Join us on Discord. Follow us on Twitter at Legion Myth. Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on Twitch. Just search for Legion of Myth. Audio version, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music. Let us know what interests you. Uh, the the, the is leaving us. Uh, thank you for coming in when you could. Yeah, uh, if, if you can wait two minutes, you can roll on this game. Because we're going to give it out in just two minutes. All right. Before you go, we'll talk more about that later. Thank you so much. We activities. Oh, my gosh. The Twitch subscriber giveaway is happening right now. We already know how we all know how that goes. For every five sub entries, it gets up to three twenty five dollars Amazon gift cards, five inches a card, ten is two, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. And Gen Con twenty twenty, we're all gonna be there from the Legion of Myth. Join us. Ticket registrations in January. We know it's early, but we want everyone there. Save those ducats. Uh, all right, Max Leo Strews on YouTube. He's angry, he's mean, he is your new best friend. Angry Slow Show, watched on YouTube. Not safe for the kids. Lock them up in the back rooms because you've got Angry Slow to be with. We all know Elgarian. I just talked about him. He's great. All right. Ready system. We know. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While they can effort to a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Let's roll. All right. Let's hit this thing. Ten seconds, people. Exclamation point Legion rocks to get yourself a free copy of Plague Incorporated. Nine. Eight, seven, six. You need like a big roll. Three, two, one. And closed. Let's pick a winner. Who's going to win? I don't know. Let's find out. Duncan Idaho, the winner again. That's two weeks in a row. Duncan wins. I call hacks. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining in for that little giveaway. There are more to follow, of course. That was just the first of quite a few. Yeah, Duncan, you do not need to whisper me your email. I already have it. All right, of course, penicillin on Duncan. <laughs> As I was walking on the sh- seashore, I was with two sets of footprints. But during times of tumult, I saw there were only one. 
And I asked Heathen Dog, why as I look back at the footprints of the shore of my life, O Heathen Dog? We are together, there are two footprints. But every time there is trouble and strife, there is but one set. And he said to me, dude, what, like your problems are mine? Heathen Dogs, anime on the street. <laughs> I went to get the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. Today we've got a couple anime for you. But before we get into that, you should... He's waiting. Subscribe! Ah, there you go. <laughs> go ahead and subscribe. You're watching this on YouTube, and uh, you'll be able to see all of our good content. It'll be in your feed, and you'll be able to laugh along with us. That's right. Or at us. We'll take whatever we can get. Whatever. We are the dancing monkeys of the future. <laughs> but that's that uh, gives me a good idea. Let's do another giveaway. Hit it. Now there, right there. Sexy giveaway starts now. Civilization V V six. V V. That's right. Civilization six. Uh, everyone, everyone knows the Civilization series. Civ six is a great Civilization game. I have been actually been playing it myself recently. Yes. Because sometimes you just gotta take over the world, and you gotta do it through culture. And that's the yep. fun way to do it. It's a fun way to do it. No war. War is the way to go. Conquer your enemies. See them driven before you or hear the lamentation of the women. I always find it hilarious when you sit there and like you just watch your culture spread and spread. Cities start willingly joining you and their leaders are freaking out. and like, what? I didn't do anything. Look, here's another movie theater. <laughs> You're ruining my culture. Your culture sucked, apparently. Your, your culture wasn't as cool as mine. Look, mine has Lamborghinis. Mm. All right. Exclamation point Legion Rocks to get on this giveaway. And while we're rolling for that, let's go ahead and see what we've got. To let's see. talk about Ruroni Kenshin, Wandering Samurai. Now, I can't say it correctly because I can't roll my R's. You're supposed to roll both those R's. Ruroni. Well, it's, it's like an LR sound. Yeah. Uh, Ruroni Kenshin. No, Ruroni. Ruroni Kenshin. There you go. That's better. Yes, Wandering Samurai. Okay. Now, this is in, in the... Uh, uh, the, the the early Meiji Me, Meiji sure I think, right. I think that's right anyway period which is what eh, 18, late 1860s starting in and uh, uh, that was the uh, restoration period yeah the 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 restoration yeah that's what it's called yeah restoration yes Meiji the Meiji restoration period that's sure. what it's called it is I have proof okay. I believe you all right now uh it's it's all about a a former uh, fighter for the, the 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 revolution that just happened, where the where the Tokugawa shogunate uh, gave up, and the the new government has taken its place. And he left he left fighting because he feels bad for all of the stuff he has done. All right, fair now, enough. Before we get into that, let's let's go into details. Oh, we got the director, the writer, the studio. The, you the have writer. totally given up on saying the names. Totally given up. Now uh, the original run was that was January, half the fun. I love. I don't think uh, do the names. January tenth, nineteen ninety six to September eighth, nineteen ninety eight for ninety five total episodes, and you could watch at least the first season on Netflix. I saw what it was on. What was it Cartoon Network or something? Years yeah. years ago. It was on uh, Cartoon Network for a little while. Okay, now main character, Himura Kenshin, uh, former legendary assassin. He was known as the Hitokiri. Batosai, which roughly translated means undefeatable manslayer. 
Oh man, that was my name before I changed it. <laughs> there you go. Well, you had it first. <laughs> All right. Now, after the war, uh, he he feels that he has done. He he didn't just kill people; he assassinated them. He he felt he was so dishonorable, even though it was for an excellent cause. That he was so dishonorable that he has to atone for his sins. So not a samurai. Not not a samurai anymore. Uh, like a like a Ronin type deal, like he's he's beholden to no one but but his own penance at this point. And uh, yeah, he still carries a sword, but he had he had uh, commissioned a special sword with the cutting edge on the opposite side, so it's nearly impossible for him using normal samurai techniques to kill anyone. But if he does need to cut someone, he has an option. He has an option. If he needs to cut something, he has an option. He. He doesn't cut people anymore. Ah, fair he, he uses the blunt edge to, and it, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 dull edge of a sword still hurts. It's a still lot. gonna hurt like a yeah, like really it's still bad. Gonna hurt like heck, right? Yeah. So he's not exactly defenseless. Plus, his skills are unmatched, like the undefeatable manslayer. Yeah. Now he's uh, more of the undefeatable man beater. There you go, man beater. Now, uh, historically, there were four four people with the with the. Uh, 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 the, the, the undefeatable manslayer title during the war for the uh, for the shogunate. That, that's fair. It's not an exclusive title. That's not exclusive. There's, there's four people who, yeah, who as long the as they never fight each other, it's exclusive. It's it's completely fine. It's completely legit. They're luck. I think they're all on the same side too, so it's all good. But uh, you know, the, the, this this title means that if you see this person and you're not on their side, you just run away. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, good that's plan. It. Yep. Why did you now, fight him? He's the he's the undefeatable manslayer. I like being unslayed. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really <laughs> like the idea of breathing still. All right. So he walks into into a town. It's Tokyo. It's more like a suburb of Tokyo. That's what it feels like. But it's hey, it's it's eighteen sixty eight, I think, or eighteen seventy or something like that. So, you know, maybe it is Tokyo. It just has that small town feel still. Mar Hawkman but... says, amusingly, the concept of reverse blade is really just using a different combat attack, not really something inherently good or bad. That's true. He still uses his normal style. It's just no yeah. longer instantly manslayer. Right now, it's more like instantly man, 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 wounding, mauling, yeah. yeah, bludgeoning. All right, so uh, he he uh, he goes into Tokyo in his wanderings, and he meets uh, Kamiya Kauru, 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 whatever. Kauru? Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, she's an instructor in a kendo school. Now. Uh, after after the revolution, uh, carrying swords unless you are part of the military or police is forbidden. Fair enough. All right. So, but but the art of kendo is still used. It's just you have to use just the wooden sword. So it's just practice. You know, just teach discipline. You know, stuff like that. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Now, but before uh, Kenshin came in came into town a lot of her students were just murdered just uh, they were they were challenged and they were killed by this guy with a with a real sword uh the killer claimed to be Hit, uh, uh, the, Batosai. Hitokiri Batosai, the undefeatable manslayer claimed to be him well as soon as kenshin entered town heard about this he's like ah yeah that's that's no, annoying i'm not having that so he finds this guy and he beats him up fair enough doesn't kill him though Yes, no, it doesn't kill him in front of everyone and, and get, gets him to admit that he is not this guy. He's just a killer because he likes to kill folk. And uh, um, uh, Kamiya offers him a place to stay as as recompense for, you know, 
stopping the 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 bleeding of her of her school's reputation. Now all of and Kensu- the slaughter of innocence, one would think. Yeah, and the slaughter of innocence, whatever. But this is <laughs> this is old time Japan. They don't care about that. It's that is the, true. Yeah, like twenty years ago, they they would test their swords by cutting peasants in half. Fair enough. So there you go. Uh, Kenshin's axe, you know, because he he goes around making penance, so he tries to make everyone's life better, right? All right. That he, that he meets, he tries to. So doing this, being attached to the school, it increases the school's reputation, and she she starts getting students. When when Kenshin first gets there, she had zero students. They all left. The ones who weren't dead left, because the the school can't protect itself. Why why be a part of? Yeah, it? probably a smart move. Yeah. So it, it's getting your reputation back, and by the time the third episode comes up. They, the students start trickling in. All right. Now, the main antagonist of this entire thing is the Restoration Period. Uh, between the Restoration Period is between 1868 and 1912, and it's it's after the Tokugawa shogunate uh, sent, sent his resignation into into the emperor, and he stepped down, and a new government took its place. Now. This this whole series is about the growing pains of of this new government, and the bad guy of the week exemplifies all of the things that they needed to work on. Uh, the second or third episode had had bad guy police officers who represented police corruption in the new government. Fair enough. Uh, uh, then then there was the the uh, the mid level government flunky who was just making up policies as he would to, to benefit him because there, because there was, there was no one above him at the, at the moment to rein in his, his materialistic greed. And there was no government oversight. So, you know, taxes were taken and they weren't always taken all the way up the chain. Some, some of it fell out on the way, like fell off the truck, right. Into, into greedy pockets of businessmen and whatnot. Uh, and the disparity in the application of law, you know, the law is not the same between rich people and poor people. Well, you say like, well, that's, that's the way it is everywhere. Right. Oh, not like this. <laughs> this is hey, no this oversight. Is, Very bad yeah, things. Yeah. This is, this is wild, wild <laughs> West disparity of law where, where if you weren't a landowner, you, and you, you tried to, you, you tried to file a complaint, you were probably going to be shot. So it was like that. And uh, it's, and at the, toward the end, of, of the season, it talked about criminality as a necessity where, yes, these people are criminals. They have done bad things, but be, because of, because it's the early days of the restoration period, uh, they were not criminals, but in the revolution, they had to become criminals to feed their families or, or pay their workers or whatever. It was by necessity. And there has to be a rule for that. There has to be some help. For these people they're not hardened criminals they're criminals because they don't want to starve to death they don't want their babies to starve to death stuff like that so uh all of the bad guys are are just a bad guy of the week that exemplifies some of these uh traits that were happening at the time makes sense yes now what did i give it two stars seems low i'll tell you why that does seem low because i actually remember kind of liking that series when i watched it yes i'll tell you why now it had good action all right, the it didn't have any any of the things I hate. Didn't have any body morphing. Didn't have any uh, exaggerating uh, uh, arms and legs during during fight scenes to make it look like it was happening or blurring or anything dumb like that. And the premise was good. The it had the it had the Kwai Chang Kane type 
premise thing that uh, that an American audience can get behind. I liked it. I liked it. it I, I, I liked the premise. Now, the problem is the story aspects are not for American viewers. If you grew up in Japan, were in the culture, or you have you have a degree in, in Japanese history, then you're going to get it. Get it. I, watching this thing, did not grow up learning about the Restoration period. I did not grow up knowing, you know, having this as my cultural history. So I am not entrenched in it. So I, it doesn't really hit me like, like the writers uh, wrote for Japanese people, obviously. And it worked for them. It doesn't work for me. And I don't think it'll work for a general American audience because of this. Well, Hawk said he actually learned a lot about this period because of this cartoon or yes. this anime. Yes, you can. You can. Uh, the, the problem is if, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't care about a history lesson, it's just going to be a little boring. The first half of this, of this thing was boring as hell. It was boring. Because I was not, I was not engaged in the history aspect of it. I, I understand and, it. Logically, I understand it. And never once it, was there a giant robot. Never once was there a giant. That's right. And the animation was poor for the time. I'm not talking about, oh, oh, like, oh, Citizen Kane was a sucky movie because it's in black and white. No, no. The animation, it was in 1996. It was animated like, like it was drawn in the 80s. So even for the day, the animation was 10 years out of date. Uh, the art style was current for then, but here's something like the amount of frames per second and yeah, like yeah, how the things are done. Yeah, the frames per second, the 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 uh, uh, changes in in how in how general anime of the time uh, made bodies, uh, made made crisper lines. Uh, watching this is much more reminiscent of Macross type type style of animation. Fair enough. Which is which was over ten years prior. Yeah. Yeah. So. That takes a hit. I mean, it's not contemporary even for its time, which I found strange. But that that was the minor hit. The 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 big one was that I found it boring because because the story aspects were not written for me, which fair, I get. Fair I enough. Get. You're not supposed to write for an American audience if if it's an anime. You're not. That's right. Your 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 first your first love should be your people. So you should be drawing for your people. You should be writing the story for your people. And if we love it too, hey, good for us, right? Uh, Maglinear right. says the OVA had much better animation. There you go. I believe that because the OVA came on what two thousand eight, something like that. Something like that. It was, I believe it was two thousand something. And there was another one in two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. But this one, strange. It was. It was. It was just a weird dichotomy with the animation. It just really, really bugged me. So I gave it two stars. Now, if if you if you like the history lesson, if you're if it interests you, then it'll easily go up to two and a half or three. It will. Okay. But uh, the I didn't put it in here, but the dialogue was was also a little childish. But you know the 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 the, the big ones were the story aspects and the poor animation. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, all right. oh, oh time to roll! Time time to figure out who wins Civilization Ten Six. Seconds. Ten seconds! Exclamation point! Legion rocks to get in on the Civ Six. Ten. You stopped counting. Three, two, one. Closing. Picking a winner. You gotta be kidding me. It says Duncan again? You yeah. need to fix your no. slide. No, it's new. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I reset it. 
I reset it and everything. It's the all Duncan win show. It's the all Duncan all day. Jesus Christ. All right. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. There, there, it was the same. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, there's eleven people in this damn thing, and it was like twelve last time, and he still won. <laughs> Civ Six is an excellent game. Hope you enjoy it. Wow. Control the world. <laughs> he says. All right, let's reset. Hacks. Reset. Hacks. Exactly right. I even I think it's hacks, and I do. <laughs> All right. So now we go into our next anime, Bleach the movie hellverse all right uh two soul reapers rukia kuchiki and renji abari uh, arrive in the human world to inspect a strange occurrence something's happening something's going on it's, it's super secret that they, they, they just they just tell ichigo hey we're in town we're investigating something else that has nothing to do with you go about your business well he goes about his business and then he's at school and he gets a, he and his friends get to get attacked by these uh masked people and uh they are super powerful and uh, then they see the gates of hell, and everything gets real. Well, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Now, let's talk about the details in this. Uh, we have a director, writer, music. I'm not going to do it. Noriyuki uh, Abe? I Masahiro Oro. Shiro. Shiro Segisu. Yeah. There you go. Came out in December 4th, 2010. Runtime of 94 minutes, and you can watch it right now on Netflix. True that. All right. I'm, I'm never saying that again. Never mind. All right. Main characters, Ichigo Kurosaki. If you want more details about Ichigo and Rukia and everything else, I, uh, um, I explained them in much more detail in my last, my last anime feature two weeks ago. And the card will be appearing above my head. If you're watching this on YouTube and, uh, Ichigo Kurosaki is a human soul reaper. He's human who has the powers of a soul reaper. Uh, he got them from Rukia to save his family. Uh, she didn't mean for to to awaken his own powers. He was apparently gifted already, and her own powers injected into him just started a chain reaction. He became like super super dude. Now, uh, because he's human, he can't live in Soul Society, which is the next the next stage of existence. Like it's not heaven, but it's like on the way. You know, like there are levels. And so he's charged with patrolling his town, protecting it from supernatural threats, and he's fine with that. Now, uh, Renji. And, and Rukia came to him and said, hey, we're going to be investigating. There's nothing to do with you. Just go about your business. If we need your help, we'll call you, okay? He's like, all right, cool. So he's at school. <laughs> and just like the most powerful person you know. So all right, whatevs. Yeah, exactly. You know, But the, uh, Soul Society, is, is especially the Royal Court Guard, which is what the, uh, the Soul Reapers are, uh, have a strict – Right, right. There's definitely yeah, ways to do code. things. Like, like this is our job. You're not really a soul reaper. You just have soul reaper powers, so you stay out of it. You know, it's a it's, it's a cast thing. Right. You also you don't take the battleship. You know, for routine patrols. You know, you let. There you go. Stay. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Now, uh, he's he's at school and uh, he's attacked. He and his friends, who also have powers, but we're going to get into them a little later. And uh, he and his friends, who are powerful in their own right, are immediately struggling. And we have clip number one to show us that struggle. Are we doing clip number one now? Their yeah. segue was too to us too swift. Here we go. Oh, oh that's a big dude. And he's flying yes. at him. Jeez, it's like a balloon. That guy's a big spatula. The guy at the end is really scary. Like Godzilla at the end. The guy with the spatula? No, the Godzilla. 
the giant dude. Oh, that Godzilla. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> yeah, so uh, immediately they start struggling. And at, the, at this point in the series, they are very powerful. They are no joke powerful. And right. these guys are are just a little bit stronger than them. So they're having, they're having some real problems. Now, uh, this whole, this whole thing rests on the kidnapping of, of hey, Yuzu Kurosaki. What's that? What was that? I said, hi, Ravenslayer. Oh, Ravenslayer, how are you doing? Uh, the kidnapping of Yuzu Kurosaki. This is Ichigo's littlest sister. He's got two little sisters and this is his youngest sister. Now she's taken by the masked opponents who get her escape to hell. And they, and they take to, and they they take her with them, and they say, "If you want her, come get her." That seems like a very bad idea. It is a very bad idea because Ichigo's told that hell is going to kill her. The actual environment in hell will kill anyone who who is not a member, not a member, uh, not confined to hell. Eventually, the more the more spiritual pressure you have, the more powerful you are, the longer you will last. Like a soul reaper will last a long time in hell without succumbing. Uh, Ichigo's friends who are human but have strong spiritual pressures will last a long while. His little sister? Yeah, not so much. Not so much. So her clock is ticking and it's and it's not biological, it's technological. She has literally very little time left. Anytime the plot is let's tick off the most powerful being we know, it's always mm, it's not not ha ha ha, we'll defeat you by making you very angry. Yeah, no, no, they wanted him very angry, and there's a reason for that. I'm going to get to it. All right, let's, let's see it. Ichigo is having none of this nonsense. He immediately get he immediately says, I'm going. I'm going to get her. I'm going to bring her back, and I'm going to kill all those fools who took her. Yeah. And then uh, some of his friends are like, yeah, all right, we can get behind that. Yeah. And his friends who go with him, the rescue team, uh, Rukia Kuchiki. Uh, Ichigo's good friend and the person who accidentally awakened his powers. Uh, she is a soul reaper, uh, the very first one Ichigo ever met, and uh, one uh, one of each or the best friend of spends of most of the first series powerless or injured. Yes, but training Ichigo to to use yeah. her powers. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and her 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 friend Renji Abarai. Uh, he's also a friend of Ichigo's, kind of. They have that his that his friends like, or friend zoned friend. Yeah, there you go. Ah, spoiler in 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 the manga, they actually get married. Really? Yeah. Oh. He gets out friend zone. Wow, no, amazing. Guys, guys, it's a unicorn. All right, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't actually remember it this. Happened in real life. This, this is manga. It didn't actually happen. Yeah, if you're in the friend zone, just go. Just they, they're friend of Ichigo's. Never, never, never get back. Now they are frenemies. Yes, they're 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 friends, but they're like they're rivals. Know, competitive bros you know they're like they like you know test each other yeah. all the time and of course he's also a soul reaper now uh, of his human friends of the rescue team are uh uryu ishida who is a quincy a, a quincy is a subspecies of human that have vast spiritual powers and uh yatsura sado and orihime inoue the, these are his uh, these are all of his high school friends and uh the two on the bottom sado and inoue they are normal humans but for some reason, uh, for reason or another that they explain in the anime, their, their spiritual pressures were awakened and increased to, you know, very, very high levels. I always kind of like Sato. Don't know why. I was yeah, like no, he's cool. He's he's a, he's a strong, silent type. Yeah. He's always got your back, you know? Yeah, yeah good yeah. guy. Yeah, good. just good all-around dude. Now, all of these three constant, continuously help 
Ichigo protect the town from various supernatural threats. And now they decide, you know what, we're going in with you. So the, the these five are going with them, and they go in. Now, who are they? Who are they? Uh, how do they get to hell? And how do they get around there? Because no one has been there and gotten out, to the knowledge of all the Soul Reapers. In comes Kakuto. Kakuto is a sinner. That means he is someone who is consigned to hell. When when the when the masked people breached hell's gate they left a crack and he was able to get out as well now he's bound to hell because of unforgivable acts done in his life that's how everyone is bound to hell if you do things that the universe says are damn that was bad man you go to hell and you die forever there's no purgatory there's no limbo you go you go straight you do not pass go you do not collect penance you just go yep he he uh, tries to help Ichigo save his sister. Now, first, the, the masked men had both his sisters. He uh, Kakuto was able to save one, the elder one, but he couldn't he couldn't reach the younger one in time. Now, when when pressed on, you're a sinner. Why are you helping us? He says he can't go along with the with the bad guys' plan because these guys are losers and kidnapping kids is just dumb. And even when I was alive and I did all those things that personally I would do again because it was worth it. Uh, I still wouldn't do something as underhanded as this nonsense. Fair enough. And Ichigo, everyone's like, Ichigo, you can't trust this guy. We don't know anything about him. It's like, yeah, but he can get us into hell. He can get me to my sister. That's all I care about. That's yeah, really. It. If he's willing to take me there, that's that's all that matters. He betrays me later. At least I'm yeah, there. Literally, no one else can do the thing, the things he can do, which is get me to my sister. So guess what? There you go. We're going. Now, we're, here's the bad guys. Oh, wait, first, first we're talking about Ichigo again, because this is important. This is important. Uh, Ichigo has a hollow inside of him. Right. right. Yes, from, from way back in this series, it was found out that, uh, that he has uh, – it's kind of like a split personality. But this, this, this split personality has, has hollow powers, which are evil, evil spirit powers. Now, during the series, he fought it for dominance, and he won. For the – he for the won most mostly. Yeah, I mean, uh, it does rear its head – every now and again when when Ichigo's in trouble to try and tempt him and stuff like that or to just try and take over when he's weakest stuff like that he can call upon it for extra power he uh, he actually solidifies his control by creating a mask uh, half the mask you can see in the in the picture below me and when he has this mask on his power is is multiplied his strength is multiplied his speed is multiplied everything all of his fighting power is multiplied now, the problem is sometimes when he's near death or he is trying to save someone, but he knows he's not going to make it, mm-hmm. it can get off the leash. It can it can run wild. And in the beginning of this movie, it shows a segment from the anime series where it did. He was fighting a vastly superior opponent. Like there were there were a, there was a giant chasm between their power levels. He could not hope to reach it. If he failed, Orihime was going to die. And he was failing. And this is what happened. This is where we go to clip number two. He turned into full-on hollow mode. Where he has full mask with horns. uh, The mask substance covers his entire body. And he is vastly... He's very spooky. Yes, and scary stuff. He loses all coherent thought. He runs on instinct and cunning alone. And uh, he is basically an unstoppable force of nature. Just cut that dude's wing off. 
Yeah, and his arm. <clears throat> oh, hell he are. That'll take you off. Let's just start questioning your life choices at that moment. Yeah, they're like, God dang, I, I probably picked the wrong dude to fight. <laughs> it's like, no one told me he could do this. That wasn't on the character sheet. That was written no on the back. Knew. That's cheating. It's not your fault, man. No one knew. No one knew this. <laughs> he didn't know it himself. Yowza. Yeah, that was indeed. So this is important to the story. I'm not going to tell you why, because that would be that'd be getting giving too much away. I want you to actually watch it. But uh, the, the the fact that he can change into this uh, Godzilla level power hollow creature is important. Well, Hawk is correcting you on details. Says it's not really hollow because this goes not dead. It's more of an Aran car. Aran car. It's a it's a an Aran car is a is a uh, unnatural mixture of a soul reaper and a hollow, like put together. Right, but he's not a soul reaper, but he is because he's alive and human. Yeah, he's not a soul reaper, but he is. He's not yeah, a so hollow. It, nothing. Ichigo was always like kind of, a sort of, but not really, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I reject. All right. Anyway, let's talk about the antagonists, the sinners. They want Ichigo in hell. Why are they, they starting know... a club? Like the really cool, powerful dude club, and it only meets in hell. They want to be free of hell. They are bound by their chains, which Fair. are attached to their souls. Fair enough. And these chains of hell are supposedly unbreakable. But they got a burr in their butt thinking that Ichigo can break these chains, can, can break the doors of hell to get them out. But nobody goes to hell of their own free will. That's dumb. But if you take his sister, ha! He'll come a-running. What if they just sent him a nice note saying, we are but poor innocent people who have been sent to hell, please free us. He's dumb enough to believe it. He would be dumb enough to believe it, but everyone around him is smart enough to go, um, <laughs> no. That's true. No. no. Like, That's... like, Ichida would be the first one, like, no, 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 no. I call BS on all Let's that. think about this for a second. Exactly right. All right. Yeah. As, as you can see below me, there, there's the, the, the picture of the four, the four mass, the five, the five mass dudes. And then below that is a picture of the gates of hell. They, they slide open like this. They, they, they appear when, when uh, a sinner has died and his soul is consigned to hell. They appear, open up, chains come out. They, they lash the soul of the person and then drag him in. And then the doors close and the doors disappear. That's what normally happens. These guys crack those doors so they could get out temporarily the chains will pull them back but they got out just long enough to capture ichigo's little sister so they can they can influence him to helping free them forever now what did i give it i gave it three stars only three after that build up i'll tell you why the action was good it was actually it's actually as good or better than the series which i really really liked the story is solid it's a solid story i mean had uh, it's written very well. The pacing is really good. And what surprised me about this is the musical score. You know, uh, there, there were times during during the fights where I was getting really pumped up. I have watched Bleach a hundred times. Why am I getting so pumped up about this? And then I realized that almost imperceptible music was playing. Oh, that was cool. actually affecting my subconscious. Making it seem more exciting. So unlike the big fight scene in Captain Marvel. Unlike the big fight scene in Captain Marvel, this music has the exact effect you're looking for. Very nice. And I, I give them kudos. That was amazing. Now, what I don't like about it, it doesn't make sense in the Bleach storyline. Literally anywhere. You can't plug this in. Oh, it happened during this season. It happened during this arc. You can't. It doesn't fit 
anywhere. The 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 first the first movie I did two weeks ago, you could fit it exactly in this in this arc. Even you can say it's between episode two forty seven and three oh one. It's somewhere in there. The yeah, Slayer says it's filler. Yeah, it's filler. I hate filler. It doesn't fit anywhere, and you shouldn't make a whole movie of just filler. It's stupid. They were able to do it in the movie in the, in the, in Fade to Black. They were able to fit it in the series. It fits perfectly. It doesn't interfere with with any of the canon plot. It could it could very very well have happened, and it wouldn't affect anything that has come before or since. This movie, no, it just cannot fit in the same universe as the series. It logically cannot fit anywhere on the timeline anywhere, and that upsets me. What again? Uh, what upsets me is the heroes seem depowered. They're not as strong as they should be in this point in their lives. Now you say, well, Heathen Dog, you just said it doesn't fit in any timeline, but the it has to be after uh, Ichigo turned into that giant hollow Godzilla creature. It has to be, because they showed it. Right, as a flashback. As a flashback in the very beginning of the movie. So it has to be after that. The only problem is after that time, when they come home, af- after the the, the, uh, the Heko Mundu story arc, they come home, and Ichigo is far more powerful than than he's showing in in this movie. Uh, Ishida, Sado, far more powerful. Sado had many, many more powers that he just did not use in this movie that he should have according to the movie's established place in the timeline. And Marhawk says it sounds like D- Dragon Ball Z, how most of the movies, you can't scrutinize them because they can't really... As If you scrutinize them, they don't really fit anywhere in I the know. timeline. I know, and that's why I'm going to say this. If you can reconcile that in your head, this movie will be a three and a half or four. Hmm. Now, the reason I cannot reconcile that, I can reconcile all the DBZ movies. I can, because none of them fit. None of them fit in the timeline at all. At all. The reason I cannot reconcile this is because the Fade to Black movie was written in such a way that it fit like a puzzle piece right in right into canon. Just drop it and it just fits. Why couldn't they do that with this? You can you can write yourself out of any hole. You they could have written themselves out of that hole, but they decided not to. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, step down from what they did previously, and I'm not letting them get away with that. I'm punishing for that. So I gave it three stars. Very cool. Yeah, Toriyama stated that they're basically an alternate timeline. I know, I know. The problem is, you want to make it all the timeline, keep it consistent. Did didn't keep it consistent. Fits in the timeline, doesn't fit in the timeline. Fits in the timeline, don't, come on, really? All right. Anyway, that's that's what I got. Uh, what are your thoughts on this segment? How do you feel about about uh, the uh, the canon OVA? or non-canon type movies. What are your thoughts uh, on the Meiji Restoration? I'm against it. How dare they? No, I mean, uh, was I too harsh because I didn't want to, I didn't want a, a, a collegiate level Japanese history lesson. Maybe, maybe not. Tell me in the comments, uh, any suggestions for future anime? Uh, I got one. What was it? Uh, outlaws of the old West. That, that was from, that was from Gleppo one. Is that an anime? I think, I think that's an anime. We'll have to look it up. I have to look it up. Okay. All what? right. Well, thank you very much, Heathen Dog, for this statement. If you want more Heathen Dog, don't miss an episode. Follow him on Twitch. Or oh, did you have more? Pew, pew, pew.
No, I'm good. All right. You follow him. That's great. I love being followed. Then you also get notified, you know, including when things go live. And then, even better, you can subscribe. Yay! And then your life is better because now you're available for subscriber-only giveaways on Twitch. And you are even closer to Heathen Dog. You can also go on YouTube. Zap, 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 zap. And we subscribe there, too. Cost you nothing. And then you're going to be know every time the YouTube segments have been uploaded. And you could join in. You could watch them anytime you want. And relive the thrills of the first time you watched it live on Twitch. If you want more Heathen Dog, you can watch my... See the segments on YouTube from the past. Watch the current team-ups on Twitch. And you could also uh, watch him stream Pacify Monday at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Oh, uh, we didn't say it again, but uh, tomorrow... Starting at 11, or is it 1 Eastern? Uh, Central? 1 Central? Yeah, 1, one, one o'clock Central Time, starting tomorrow, 1 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we will be doing a marathon stream, at least six hours, of Star Trek Online to try and get as many Foundry missions uh, preserved on YouTube as possible. Absolutely. And that's going to be... It... Go ahead. Yeah. I call it the Foundry Preservation Initiative. That's what he does Everyone call it. Everyone should call it that. That's right. He should, they should. Tonight, it sounds official. And we're doing that from noon to 6 Eastern. So be there for that if you want to watch a lot of Foundry being played. All right. Thank you, the Doc. You're welcome. Uh, Slayers is on Netflix, they say. They say you should yeah. try that. Yes, I have watched Slayers. Uh, no, I haven't watched all the series. There's like Slayers, there's Slayers Next, there's Slayers something else. Slayers Try the... is really good. Slayers Try, okay, yeah. That's I, the I watched the original, the first one. Me too. So, yes, and I liked it. I did. The awesome thing about the original Slayers series when it came out in America, it came out on VHS, mm -hmm. and it was $12 for three episodes. Or was it four episodes? Like $12 for like four episodes, or $12 per tape. And the best, next best thing you can get was like 25 bucks for three episodes on a tape. That's awesome. That, it was the best. That's why I bought it initially, just because it was so much cheaper than all the others. I'm like, well, I'll give this a shot. It was really good. That was There was no streaming then. There was no. no Everything was dial-up. Anyway, thank you. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for, you know it, Garthon's Comic Poll. Yes, Garthon's Comic Poll. Garthon buys comics. He reads them. He tells you about them. First, subscribe! Be available for subscriber-only giveaways. Subscribe on YouTube, and you will know when Garthon's Comic Poll is uploaded, so you can peruse it at your leisure. And it's time for the third Steam giveaway during this live stream. Uh, we are giving away Amnesia Memories. Oh, there it is. It's spooky. It is. Starting the open giveaway. Exclamation point, Legion Rocks. Now, now this one is more of a visual novel. All right. It's, 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 about, the, it's about this person. I'm going to say person because I don't know. Uh, I don't know what, what gender this person is because so, sometimes in, in Japanese anime, especially these these. Uh, visual novels. You never know a visual novel. You, you don't know, know where it's going. You never know. You never know where where, where they land. Do not assume that. any pronouns. Yeah, can't assume. But uh, it's it's about uh, this person rediscovering memories that have been lost. So yeah, it, it tells the visual story. You, you go through the story, and uh, you know it's spooky it. and haunting. Yeah. So exclamation point Legion rocks, uh, and uh, and you can you can win this visual novel. That's right. All right. First up, Amazing Spider-Man number 17. No dot .hu this time. I, I still understand. All right. Written by Nick Spencer. Pencils by Umberto Ramos. Inks by Victor Olazaba. Colors by Edgar Delgado. Cover by Humberto Ramos and Edgar Delgado. 
All right, there's Craven. He's on a big throne made of animal pieces. He has heads up behind him of people with uh, animal themes. Because as we said earlier, he's been hunting down any costume super who right. uses an animal theme. That includes Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, the issue starts out with him. Yeah, I took pictures. They're not great. I apologize. I need a scanner. No, they're better than I thought. Basically, it starts out uh, with some weird crap going on. Basically, he confronts Felicia Hardy, Black Cat, and Kurt Connor's son. He has them locked in a with laser grids and stuff in a very, very fancy hotel room. Mm. Oh, gilded cage. That's nice. Yeah, basically, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, you were my guest. Like, we're guests. How we can't leave? It's like, yeah, the bars are actually more for me than you. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, you're here as bait. For, uh, for Spider-Man. And I actually like Felicia Hardy's reaction to that. It's a little too... I, I like it and don't like it in that, like, like when she when he says, like, you know, basically, uh, Craven tells her, you're here as bait anyway. You're not to be hunted. He goes, no, no, no. You're here to be as bait? Do you have any idea how insulting and how infuriating that is? <laughs> I, I like that opinion. It's like, it's like wait, wait, I'm, I'm just here as bait? That's really got to frustrate someone as powerful as, you know, Black Cat. It's like, I'm perfectly capable of being dangerous and hunted, too. Wait, I don't want that. <laughs> exactly, but still, I'm yeah. mad. Um, but anyway, oh. at that point, you know, she's like, you know, Spider-Man's going to be the crap of you. He's like, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, remember how we talked about his crazy son who killed all of his brothers? Yeah. 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 Um, he's been sent out to hunt Spider-Man. Spider-Man currently has a, like, 105 fever and has the flu. So he is not doing well. And he was supposed... And he hasn't gotten any sleep. And he's been running around all night looking for the Connors kid. So when he gets jumped by Craven Jr., he is at, like, maybe 50%. Mm. Which results in the page on the right. Where Craven Jr. beats the the crap out... There's actually some bloodier panels later, but just beats the snot out of him. It's pretty brutal. He he has a pretty decent fight back, you know. But uh, just gets the tar knocked out of him. Um, there's of course some internal dialogue about oh what's going on and you know what's happening, you know, um, which eventually ends up with him getting captured and waking up in his black suit with all of the animal themed villains like around him. Oh, goody. Yeah. It's a happy hunting ground. Yeah, it's great. It's like, oh, crap. Which Scorpio's like, I knew you were a spot for the spiders. Like, whoa, I got captured right here, too. And, and then, you know, the Scorpio starts trying to attack him. So I was like, this is not right. We are fighting each other. We need to figure out how to get out of here. Because they're in Central Park with the giant force field over it. Because pe- apparently anyone's allowed to put a giant force field over Central Park for doesn't feel like it. It's Marvel. Um, so when Scorpio starts trying to beat up Spider-Man, other people are like, should they be fighting? And someone else is like, I don't care. I want to see Spider-Man with the craft. He's got him for years. And that's when the hunters come out. All these guys dressed in, like, skull face armor start shooting at all of them. These are the people that Craven was fetting earlier, having the party with. And he arranged this grand hunt for all of them to hunt these people down. There's hints that Craven actually has some... Because Craven's son is like, why these guys are losers? Why are you even doing this this doesn't he's like it's part of my grand design like i don't get it he's like trust me trust me there's a lot to it because craven says he wants to die but the only person who could kill him 
is uh, Spider-Man. So this is a roundabout plan to get Spider-Man to kill him, I guess. We'll have to see how it works out. Algarian says, isn't Blue Beetle DC? That's not Blue Beetle. That's just Beetle. <laughs> the, the purple there, that, that's just Beetle on the right. And the tongue guy up front, that's Toad. You got Owl, you got Tarantula, Armadillo, Panda, White Rabbit, Rhino, Puma. Is that Wolverine? No, that's not Wolverine. That's and that's uh, Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Okay. Real villain, not making it up. <laughs> Copy that. All right. Um, you sure that's not the Tick? It's not the Tick. There's no Tick. <laughs> it's the Tick's buddy, Arthur. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wouldn't reckon inviting Black Trance this party. Me either, but anyway. So this is right before like, they start getting shot at by the laser rifles. And Spider's had to reason with everyone, like, you, we need to form defense, we need to run. We need... And that's when Scorpius stops trying to hurt him for a second. Um, there's also some stuff with maybe he's after Mary Jane, but they don't really go into that too deeply. Um, mm. This has been a lot of setup. I hope the payoff's decent. It's Nick Spencer... And he doesn't have a great track record no, with that. It's really hit and miss. Um, I enjoy reading it, though. That's the thing. It's still a fun read. There's enough action to keep you interested. They did set up the Spider-Man was able to be beaten by Craven Jr. because he's at like 50% right now. Mm-hmm. He get, gets whooped pretty handily. So you know that Craven Jr. is a butt kicker. He's awesome. But also Spider-Man is out of it right now. There's some funny bits in it. There's some very serious bits. It works really well as a comic. Humberto Ramos has this great sense, I've said before, of motion, dynamic action. And also he knows how to set a scene. He knows how to set the darks and the lights and to really make things pop. Um, He's maybe a little cartoony in style, but I like that, uh, depending on the book. I really liked the art in this book. I, the story, I it's like like I said, I like it, but it's also no, very I, I, I get it. I windy. Get it. Yeah. it all depends on the payoff. Right, yeah. Like, I'll how wait it all and, links together. Right, because I know with... You shouldn't bring up the sense of the past against people, but you do it. When you look at Secret Empire, Ugh. we were told for a year, oh, the payoff's going to be totally worth it. And it totally wasn't. You you called it like what six months prior? Yeah, I did. Exactly what yeah. happened. Yeah. Exactly what happened. And it wasn't a big mystery. It wasn't a big secret. No. In fact, when people said, "Is this going to happen?" Marvel went, "No." Yes, that's exactly Amelie. So at least they're hyping this as like the event of the century and trying to get everyone to wear Craven costumes at their sh- at their comic book stores. At least they're not doing that. Mm. I enjoyed the book. I didn't love it. I could recommend if someone would like, I don't know that Craven guys from the cartoon. I think, yeah, you should check this out. It's kind of cool. I, I could give it that. Okay. Um, and I, I love Umberto Ramos' art in this too, which knocks it up quite a bit. So three and a half stars for right. The Amazing Spider-Man number 17. I enjoyed it. It has issues. It's kind of, it, I have a lot of why to it, you know? If you just need Spider-Man to kill you, you know, kick a knife in front of him and then threaten to kill Mary Jane. You know, that would do it. Yeah. Well, maybe not. But, you know. It's, ah, it's be a little more avoided than anything. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. We're rolling now for that Thirsting giveaway. All right. Ten more seconds, people. Exclamation point Legion rocks to get on this giveaway. Rocks says, Crater, I try all the simple plans. Fair enough. 
And also, he didn't want to be brought back from the dead. And who knows how, how that twisted him? Who knows? All right, in 10 seconds, everybody's last chance, 10 more seconds, and then we're rolling for Amnesia Memories. I already counted 10. All right, let's do it. Picking the winner. Better not be Duncan Idaho. Better not I be quit. Duncan. I quit if it's Duncan Idaho. Mag, Mag Lidier, you win! Woo! Congratulations! Congratulations to not Duncan with our winner of Amnesia Memories. <laughs> Congratulations to all who are not Duncan. <laughs> ah, so um, as all, just uh, even Duncan's happy about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead and whisper me, Heathen Dog, in chat, and uh, whisper me your email, and we will get that out to you at tomorrow at the latest. How do you whisper someone? Mag was hoping Duncan would win. <laughs> if you if you go to chat and click on my name, where's your name? There it is, right there. Yeah, click on my name, and you'll be able. There's a there's a little box underneath it for whisper. Click on that, and send me your email. Only I will receive it, and then I will copy it down, and you will get your prize. Now here on Garthon's comic pull a while ago, I vowed not to buy any more Batman comics. Yes, you did. I'm I I lied. Because I saw this, and I said, okay, it's just dumb enough for me to buy. It is the Batman who laughs, the Grim Knight. All right, so I have explained how the Batman who laughs came around. Mm -hmm. Let's just – all right, to sum up, the Batman who laughs, alternate timeline, the Joker wins and drives – Batman completely insane and to his point of view it turned out to be a very bad idea because he turns more Joker than the Joker and wipes him out. Oops. Yeah. So he's insane as the Joker, as brilliant as the Joker, but also as brilliant and cunning as Batman. So um, this evil version of the Joker of Batman uh, rounded up in other worlds, other evil versions of Batman. And that's where you get the Grim Knight from. But first, let's talk about this. It was written by Scott Snyder and James Tinian IV. Art by Eduardo Russo. Colors by Dave Stewart. And the cover is by Jock. He has a real Jock. name, but he just goes by Jock. Jock. No, not Jock. No, Jock. I'm saying Jock. It might be Jock. But it's, no, it's no, there's no Q. Color. Yeah. And no accent. All right. And it says on the cover, The origin of the most dangerous Dark Knight of all. So, origin story on the left. When young Bruce Wayne's parents got gunned down by a thug in an alley, when he was going for the pearls, he dropped the gun. Young Bruce Wayne picks up the gun, and the guy's like, Okay, oh, you don't have to. Shut up! Shut up and die! And then blows him away. So, young Bruce Wayne commits his first murder after just watching his parents get killed. Which, yeah, okay. I get it. That's... An Entirely could happen. Right. So the book actually goes back and forth between a modern setting and current Gotham. Mark says, isn't there a version of Batman that became Black Rock? Yes, this is different. Uh, Uncle Knight says, I am darkness incarnate. I will tolerate the essence of no pandas. <laughs> Which made him strong as Superman. Yeah, that happened. Well, so he could have really, really shot the guy in the penis. <laughs> Maybe he did. They don't show it all. A lot of blams happen off screen. Um, so the story actually goes in the guise of in 
current day, the Grim Knight has captured someone who you pretty much assume is Commissioner Gordon, and you're right when you assume that, mm. and is taking him someplace for some reason, and you don't know why. But while the guy's like, you don't have to do this, I know who you are, we can reason. He's like, I'm beyond reason, you have no idea. You don't know what reason is. Uh, and, he, and he, like, flashbacks into, like, his origin. He doesn't... I do like how he doesn't say, you don't know who I am, for I'm the Batman of another world, a grim Batman. Let me tell you my grim story. My parents died in alley and I was so sad. You know, they don't... They don't do any <laughs> of that crap. All the while, he's gazing at his navel. Yeah, yeah. There's none of that crap. Basically, he's... Doesn't say much, doesn't tell him, but he... Back since I've watched that. So he's just kind of remembering his backstory as he goes through. Uh, the artist actually does some neat thing here with anything that's done in the backstory, in the flashbacks, is done like the panel on the left. It's done in full color. Um, it has a nice feel to the art. I like that style, the almost painted style. But anything happening currently is more like the stuff on the right. The colors are very washed out. Um, the art is much more angular. It's not as smooth. Um, it's almost like it's missing pieces. You could kind of infer kind of like how this guy is missing a few screws. So that's... Yeah, he doesn't see the world the way everyone else sees Right. It. Everything's black yeah. and white for this guy. And you kind of get that impression. Um, so it basically goes through his origin story. And you see those little things like when Batman goes off and trains in... Man like Batman trains in martial arts and you know all this other stuff to like find inner peace. He's doing it to learn how to kill. He's not doing it to try and like like solve any riddles. He's doing it to kill. He wants to know how to kill. Because he will get revenge. He will somehow find a way to avenge his parents' death and save the people of Gotham. Um like in the scene like where the bat like where he's wondering what he should call himself or what he should do, and like the bat flies in through the window. You know, he's like, oh, yes, or he falls in the cave. Oh, bats, yes, I will do the Batman, and criminals fear the bat. When the bat flies in his window, he shoots it. And then looks at the corpse and says, yes, I will become the bat. You know, looking at its corpse. So he's, he's even, you know, he's even shooting bats just for intruding his space. Because that's how dark he is. I've heard this described as Batman plus Punisher. And, yeah, it's kind of accurate. You kill everyone he loves. And, uh... He has a lot of guns now. He's not afraid to use it. Mm -mm. Um, but so why why is he shooting Gordon here? Wait. All right. He isn't shooting Gordon. He's threatening oh. to shoot. Okay. So basically, as it goes, like basically, Gordon's like, "Why are you doing this? He doesn't need to happen." He's like, "It needs to happen." Through his backstory, you find out that when he became Batman, he just started like murdering all the criminals. You know, the big crime sure. bosses. He just killed them all. You sure. know. Uh, and Commissioner Gordon got just tired of him murdering people in this, you know, not in the streets, you know. But in, in all the dark, sh uh, shady... Right, it's like, these are criminals, they need to, like, go have trials and stuff. You just don't don't, yeah, don't takes a long shoot time. them. But no, you know, he just shoots them. So they actually set up the bat signal as a way to trick him to coming out. Because he'll, he'll want to investigate why someone put a giant freaking searchlight in the air. So they do that. He's like, first thing he does is like knock out the light. He's like, Commissioner, why did you bother? You knew this would piss me off. It's like, I just wanted to get you here to tell you what you did is wrong. All of a sudden, all right, that's not, whatever. That's the accent I'm using for Gordon right now. I got you. I got you. You're fine. 
push through. You're good. Yeah, so he's like, oh, you know this is a trap. Oh, you got a bunch of crooked cops. How much did you bribe them to bring me in? Like, they're they're doing their jobs. They're not crooked. You're you're a criminal. You're murdering people. And that's not a searchlight. It's an electromagnet. Turns it on, sucks him up to it. He's like, oh, uh-huh. He's like, you don't think I'm going to kick all your asses? It's like, they're wearing top-the-line Wayne Tech security armor. Oh, isn't that convenient? Voice command override. And based on their armor, the battery packs are overloaded. It's like, ah, oh, it burns! He's like, ha And, uh, yeah, that's when he throws Commissioner Gordon off a roof. That escalated quickly. Yes. Well, Gordon <laughs> manages to, like, grab a hold of the railing of the fire escape and live. This is, like, his world's Gordon. And his world's Gordon ended up, like... It's like, okay, I will not directly confront Batman again, because that ends up with a bunch of people murdered and me thrown off a roof. Yep. Um, to which case he starts working within the system to try and find. Eventually he goes to the chief DA, Harvey Dent, who is who uh, was wounded when Batman threw acid in his face. Of course. Of course. All right. Yeah, that's good. Um <laughs> But basically goes to all these people like, all right, we have all the things we need to. I, I figured it out. Bruce Wayne is Batman. We need to bring him in on criminal charges. And to which case, like, why don't you just, like, go and round him up and shoot him or something? And they're like, no, we need to do this within the system. We need to show him the system works. It's the only way he will be a little less crazy. So they round him up as Bruce Wayne. And he uh, is like, so you think you got me, do you? Oh, oh, oh. No, this is all madness. And then when they finally you know, bring him in, he's like, I will kill all of you because I'm the Batman. Um, which he does, and he then kills all of them. <laughs> well, he doesn't kill all of them, but he does whoop their asses and get out. Um, Got it. He then sets up like a police state with like bat drones. Find the bat drone situation. Oh, you like know. a future Batman story. Yeah, We've seen in a lot of uh, right, a lot of grim Batman stories. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's a scene where like some people are walking down an alley and some criminal jumps out, points a gun at him, then his head explodes as a bullet hits him. And then the kid starts crying. It's like, no, don't, don't. Then his parents are freaking like, no, no, don't, don't, don't cry, don't cry. Uh, we're, we're we, you should smile because we're safe now. Thanks, Batman, wherever you're watching from. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, which point Alfred's like, I'm out. <laughs> this is too, I, I stood by you. I told you were wrong, but I'm out. Bridge too far, buddy. Bridged, I'm out. And. And he goes, I, he's like, you can't leave me, Alfred. He's like, yeah, I know. You put that cortex bomb in my head while I slept. You know what? I don't care at this point. Kill me. Blow me up. I'm done. And you actually see him, like, reach for the cortex bomb trigger. Eh, and then doesn't. So it's like he still has some humanity in him. Right? Well, he didn't actually. He, the, he told himself the cortex bomb was just in case Alfred betrayed him. Right. Well, what happened? The, reason, the way that Commissioner Gordon got all the evidence against Grim Batman is Alfred told him everything. <laughs> oh, well then, uh, hopefully he never learns about that one. <laughs> oh, no, he learns pretty quick. Oh, no. All right. Um, but when they go to... But when he set up the police state, then they went to arrest him. And after they arrest him, they... uh, You don't find out how he got... Basically, he got freed by the Batman Who Laughs. Because the Batman Who Laughs was setting up his evil Batman cadre. Um, so Grim Batman agreed to join him, but he had to deal with Gordon in whatever world they're going to first. And he's still trying to prove to Gordon that the way he's doing things is right. Or, or is the best way. Right. Right. Cause he even says in like the panel on the right, I want you to see what we are doing to this world. 
And if you know deep down that my way is right, your lost worlds are meaningless against the horror that's coming. I want you to long for my kind of order, and to know it's the only way. But seeing the flesh, hearing your voice, you're not him. Because he's thinking of his Gordon. I don't think mm -hmm. you can handle what's coming. I don't think you have it in you. You don't think I would do the same as your Gordon? That I wouldn't have run? That I would have run? Uh, that I wouldn't have run you down if you were terrorizing people of the city? You're not Batman at all. I hear your voice. You see, the city is something to use, to brandish. You don't believe in it. You don't believe in anything. That man was Jim Gordon, and so am I. So I take your damn vengeance and prove you whatever you need to yourself. It won't matter. It won't mean anything. So, props to Gordon. Just looking barrel of the face, like, you know, just Literally shoot me. Literally down the barrel of the gun. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you'll still be a punk. <laughs> um, he's about... He pulls it back and he thinks about it. He thinks about it. And then the Batman who laughs actually stops him from shooting him. It's like, that's not the deal. We need him alive. And then he starts, you know, saying Joker crazy stuff and laughing and it ends. Um, actually, a well-crafted story. Which is something that could have just been a very simple, I'm Batman with guns. Gun Batman. Bat gun. Man. Kill. You know. Um, <laughs> bye bye, Alfred Pennyworth. Exactly. Everyone's tragic backstory is told to Batman, and Batman is his parents taking him to a subpar movie, so he kills them. But the... So, that's kind of like the old joke, you know, where you see Batman and Alfred. You know, Batman's like, this this tea is cold. It's like, hmm. I remember the last people complained about the last two people who complained about my tea. What happened to them? I hired a junkie to shoot them in an alley. You know, um... <laughs> Bad joke. But the... I actually like the care they took with this story. You actually feel a little, little, you know, pathos for poor Batman here, who everything went wrong for him. And instead of trying to, like, make the city better, his idea turned immediately to, you know what? Killing that dude solved my problem with him. Yeah, so uh, let's just I expand on this. so many problems for a dollar at a time. I'm telling you. Chairman Mao <laughs> said the power comes from the barrel of a gun. So, and they did a really neat job going back and forth with the art styles with how things are set up. I think the Batman Who Laughs is one of the stupidest characters ever created. People love him. I see people in comic book forums going crazy for him. And they're like, I just got a new cover of the Batman Who Laughs. I paid an artist I met at a con $100 to paint the Batman. Why? He's stupid. But am I going to now go out and start buying every Grim Knight merch I can? No. I enjoyed the book. I thought it was fun. I wanted Batman with guns, but with the decent backstory. And I got. Stupider than Jar Jar Binks? Yes. I will say the Batman who laughs is dumber than Jar Jar Binks. If you take Jar Jar in his original creation where he was supposed to turn into the Sith Lord Jar Jar, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. He's just kind of pointless the way he is now. Jar Jar is like half of an idea that never... Jar Jar is like a joke that never got to the punchline. The grim, dark, soul-crushing punchline. You know? You never got that far. It's like watching the first 30 minutes of a child's play film. You know? It's like they, they, they're a happy family. There's an undercurrent of something going on. They get the happy, friendly doll. And then you end it. Uh, Max says the problem we have with Batman's last day is more Joker's influence than Batman's. Yeah, really. He really is basically just Joker who's smart like Batman. And it's not. And he has like a big metal strip with spikes around his eyes. But like, yeah, it's awesome. No, it's dumb. I don't, I'm not, not even with the how does he see through it. I don't care. He has 
tremor sense or something. I, he yeah. smells people. I don't care. It just is dumb. Uh, anyway, I got more out of this book than I expected. Um, Eduardo Risso did some great stuff with the art. I loved it. I loved the way he played with the different styles to get the story across. At first, I thought they had two different artists, and one uh, like kind of sucked, and one was awesome. And then as soon as I clicked what he was doing, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty brilliant. Because it takes it from like the misty watercolor memory to the dark room reality. It works so well once you start grokking it. Um, Dynasty the Amazon card. Not yet. So this actually was a pretty good series. I actually really enjoyed this. I enjoyed it enough to give it the Garth and Gold Seal of four stars. Oh, there it is. So four stars for the Grim Knight, the Batman Who Laughs. I don't think Baldar is with us today. That's okay. He's so, here earlier. Four stars for the Grim Knight number one. <laughs> Sorry, Raven's Lair. That only works for Baldar. Now, only works for Baldar. it is time for... This was a special giveaway. Special this giveaway. A, yes, a physical copy of Champions Complete 6th Edition given to us by Hero Games. Indeed. Uh, yes, given to us by... Dude, Jason Walters of Hero Games. Especially for this giveaway. Especially for this giveaway. So type in exclamation point Legion Rocks, and you will be able to get in the mail from me this beautiful physical copy of Champions Complete. The only book you need to play the entire system. That's right. Champions the Online. Entire Champions. Champions is a pen and paper game that Heathen Dog and I are incredibly fond of. Yes, we, uh, we love what you could do with it. If there's a system that needs imagination, that depends on imagination, that loves your imagination, it is Champions. Exactly true. And I have a whole a whole slew of uh, of reviews on all aspects of character creation, uh, including your character bases, vehicles, powers, everything. As a matter of fact, Matt, if you're watching this on YouTube, Max, I will put that card above my head right now, and you too can learn everything you need to know how to make a character, how to advance a character, how to how to flesh out your character. I'll teach you how to do it, and this book will be your guidebook along the way. Yep, absolutely fantastic game. But as we wait for this to roll in, let's talk about Avengers No Road Home, number five, written by I, Jim Zub. What? I have to use the little heathen dogs room. Mark Wade and Al Ewing. You're going to miss some good stuff. Art yeah. by Sean Isaacs. Colors by Marcio Menez and Eric Arseniego. Cover by Yasmin Putri. This cover's all right. It gets the idea across. All right. In previous episodes of this comic, they Nyx of the Greek pantheon showed back up. Uh, she's pissed at everyone. She kills the Greek pantheon. Hercules finds out and gets all pissed. He wants to fight her back. Uh, big fights ensue. At this point, she is looking for these dark shards that have her power trapped in it, the rest of her power. She's already powerful enough to whoop everyone without them. But she wants the rest of her power back to bring Eternal Night back to the universe. Um, Zeus, yeah, that's right, uh, put uh, her power into the shards after he defeated her long ago. He's dead now. And scattered them. She's been going about finding them. The Avengers team that's been working together, Scarlet Witch, Hercules, Spectrum, a.k.a. the first female Captain Marvel, uh, Voyager, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, as well as Hulk, Rocket Raccoon, and Hawkeye have all been working to try and whoop her butt to get her. So they're all currently trying to track down a piece of these shards. Uh, big fight. They're getting whooped. 
Uh, Scarlet Witch is basically there. She's using basically her misdirection and confusion. Her kids have these other powers, uh, dreams, confusion, and the fight is not going very well for them at all. I missed Scarlet Witch twice. Well, I, I repeated the list. I apologize for that. Ravenslayer. So you find out last issue that when they got separated, Hulk, Hawkeye, and Rocket Raccoon ended up in the world of dreams with Nightmare. Nightmare tried to impress them, and then they found out he's actually being very weakened because one of Dix's kids, uh, Hypnos, the one who Master of Dreams, has gone to the Nightmare Realm to grab the Dark Shard. Um, Hulk begins immediately whooping everyone's butt because he is Hulk, and he has fought Nightmare multiple times. He actually knows how to manipulate the realm. They fight, he finally gets a hold of the Dark Shard and says, The battle has ended! I have won! I have won! Do you hear me? And then Hulk charges through the wall on a nightmare. A black horse with green flames holding a sword. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> I love that freaking panel. <laughs> I would have peed a lot if I saw that coming at me. I love how he's running away saying, That means you have to stop! Mother! Mother, where are you? <laughs> he's like, I've won! That means you have to stop! And Hulk, don't. That eventually ends later with... Uh, with Hulk putting him in a headlock and uh, mocking him a bit and then cracking his neck and killing him. Wow. Wow. This version of the... This is the immortal Hulk we're talking about now. He has been killed multiple times. Realized he can't die. He's really pissed. <laughs> he is so pissed right now. And he's kind of smart. And he's really pissed. And yeah, he just straight up murders this god. Yeah. That's what happens when you screw up, screw up with the Hulk in the dream world. Uh, Hawkeye and Rocket are there too. They're mainly fighting back the army of dreamers. Like people, basically they're in the dream world, but they're, they're still using their skills. But it doesn't matter because all that matters is Hulk freaking wrecking anything in front of him. <laughs> Actually, when I first put on my headphones coming back from the bathroom, I heard uh, uh, I heard uh, Hawkeye, Hulk, and Rocket Raccoon. And I was like, enter a bar? Is that a joke? <laughs> yeah, it's not the team you want together. <laughs> no. Oh, so it's, uh, I just love that freaking panel. Uh, meanwhile, fighting Nyx, Scarlet Witch has been cursed where she only can see darkness at this point, but it lets her see Nyx and it lets her see the shards, right? And it lets her see Nyx's kids, but she can't so like, see to cast spells or anything. So like Neo at the end of the Matrix trilogy. Something like that, yeah. Right. Uh, because But Nyx can now see through her eyes. Oh, goody. Yeah, so that works out well for her. Um, but she teams up with Captain Marvel, who turns into, okay, comic book logic. Let's remember. Right. Got it. Comic book logic. Check. She turns into neural energy. Enters the Scarlet Witch's head, which hurts like hell, but she's able to read her thoughts at that point. So Scarlet Witch is able to magically write runes out of light, which casts the spell. Kind of smart comic book logic. Let's okay. not just saying, well, that doesn't make any sense because neural energy is really just electricity. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let it go. Raven's just like, what? <laughs> yep. So she casts a big spell, which totally banishes all the darkness around them. And then Nyx is like, wait, what the hell's happening? Which actually stops like the Avengers from like kind of like in the dark flailing around against each other. And they're able to finally form an effective defense. 
and they start whooping the hell out of the children with Nyx there. Um, which actually has an awesome scene where uh, ah, what's the name of the kid? Orphos or something. Nyx's kid who causes despair grabs a hold of Hercules. He's like, succumb, succumb, you are weak, succumb. And Hercules just kind of stops and says, you're trying, you, you traffic in despair. And you're trying to, this is someone who's lost everything and has nothing left to lose. Because after all, he has no home. His family's all dead. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> so he just actually, and then Hercules straight up crunches the, 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 you know, just pulls the thing off and starts cracking his neck. Um, Hercules is not playing around at this point. He's pretty pissed. His uh, yeah. Yeah. legendary rage has been let go at this point. He's got beef. Yeah, he's got beef, especially against this guy. Yeah. Um. They're starting. Um. They're starting. They whoop her kids. Uh. And Nix is like, "This is temporary. You know, I'm stronger than all of you, you idiots. What? What are you trying?" And Scarlet Witch is like, "She has forgotten the greatest tool of the magician, misdirection." And then she managed to use a spell on her, but blast her hand. She drops the two shards she already acquired. Scarlet Witch grabs them. And then Voyager uses her teleports thing to make them... And teleports Scarlet Witch away. To an unknown location. This, of course, enrages Nyx to no belief. And... she That's when she tries to contact Hypnos. Like, Hypnos, you have the last shard, right? And he's like... And I... Mother, I'm, I'm sorry, I... I... I failed. That's when Hulk is like, has his head. He's like, yeah, you're just, just having a bad day. Aren't you? Now go to sleep. (laughs) To which Nick, you know, Hypno starts screaming, Hypnos, no, no, no. And then she sees her kids getting completely trashed. It's like, you have no idea who you're dealing with. Do you? And then she uh, says, let this be your lesson. Weighs her hand and turns them all into dust. Wait, wait, wait. Even Voyager? No, Voyager sleeps alive because she lost that teleport ability. Okay, good, good. I, I thought I thought <laughs> she had gone crazy for a second and, and killed the only person who knows where her shards no, went. No, but you yeah, definitely okay, see... Well, you don't see her get Captain Marvel because she's made of energy. She might be hidden. But mm-hmm. Hercules and Vision, poof, dust. And Voyager's like, oh no, oh no. But then the Dread guy gets on her to mind control her. Scarlet Witch, meanwhile, is still blind... She's in. She. Uh, what, what's that place called? Samaria. Uh, well, Samaria, she doesn't know that. Basically, all she knows is it's hot and there's sand, and these people like club her from behind, like, "Oh, you're a pretty one, aren't you? You're meat now, ha ha ha." And then, of course, there's a voice dealing with a really robbing a helpless wench. Use them more, and these are all the same. And they're like, "Ah!" And then there's like lots of slashing noises, <laughs> as the mighty feud barbarian, you know, kills the hell out of them. And the couple left run. And then you say, rest now, woman. I will carry you. The Sumerian has enough strength for both of us. And it's Conan picking her up. Which I love that scene. Yeah, because that's awesome. Scarlet Witch, wounded. You know, you get the the Conan with the wounded waif scene, you know. Mm -hmm. She's definitely no waif. She's Scarlet Witch. Uh, But that's an awesome scene. And then you got the Hulk awesome stuff. And then you got Nyx with the awesome, well, screw you people then. You have no idea how far you could push me. Yeah, well, to be fair... <laughs> really, so really... they throw Scarlet Witch into Conan's arms, seriously. Actually, they did not throw him into his arms. She's blind, yeah. she was about to be yeah. killed, he does rescue her, but this is yeah. Scarlet Witch. We all know she's not weak. Yeah, 
But you know, I to be fair, I was what I was gonna say is everyone is is weaker than they should be when they're blind and are and have like one or two concussions. Right. So yeah. So yeah, she needed some help. Yeah, needs some help at that point. She's been fighting nonstop for quite a while now. Um, we all know from comic previews that eventually there's gonna be a Savage Avengers with Conan on the team. This is how you get there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's asking how does it even happen. Well, this, this is, is the how. road. This is the road you're on. Scarlet Witch is one of the great iconic Marvel characters who yeah. they did great disservice to in the MCU. Oh, man. I, I still remember the, the time when they made her kids figments of her imagination. That, that sucked. She's had so much messed up stuff in her life. I know, man. That sucked. That, oh, jeez. I just think of the uh, Marvel That's Cinematic harsh. Universe, how she's like super kind of weak and kind of kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah. In the comics, she was much more strong, much more powerful. She didn't start out that way in the comics. No. no. But now but she, got she got that quick. Way. Um. Yeah. But that's a neat scene. You know next issue is going to be her, like, I don't need you, blah, blah, blah. You know that's going to happen. But, you know, give Conan his moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hulk stuff was awesome. Because it's nice because this issue has been a series of, like, the Avengers getting their butts kicked. This is the first issue they finally have some wins. Mark says in the, in the MCU, Scarlet Witch is a neophyte, not an expert sorceress. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She also hasn't been to Agatha Harkness to learn real magic yet. Right, right. Which would be an awesome Fantastic Four tie-in I they will never, ever do. Nope. Uh, so I really enjoyed this book. Um, it had a lot of like, oh, hell yeah, moments. A lot of action, a lot of drama. Um, it put the plot forward. Um, this was a fun read. Uh, the Immortal Hulk terrifies me in a highly entertaining way. Because uh, he's off the rails, and there's no one who could stop him. And there's something delicious about watching it. And you know, there's that dread that at any moment he could be against he could, you. He could turn on you just like that. Yes. And he knows it too, though. For and like he, no reason. Yeah. yeah. And he's happy about that. See how happy he is in that cover? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're teaming up with, and it is actually enjoyable to see him teamed up with Hawkeye in that Hawkeye's the guy who killed him didn't do the right didn't really kill him but did it and he's pretty pissed about it still uh and actually they went out a previous episode we talked about that um i really like this book i can't five star it i can't but it's so close four and a half stars really love this book avengers no road home number five hits a lot of high notes great way to move the story forward I like seeing Conan. It doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. But I love seeing Conan in the book because I like Conan. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Razor said they took her magic away from her retconner at the time with Agatha Harkness who thought it was a good idea. Yeah, it was weird. Didn't one comment suggest that Wanda was born with magic because the Cthulhu was unwieldy? Yeah, they've... Her backstory is so hosed at this point. I just say it's all true. <laughs> it's all right because like they've changed Scarlet Witch's backstory to the point where she wasn't a mutant anymore, hmm. but she wasn't an inhuman. She was just a product of the high evolutionary, but now she is a mutant again. I think they said she's Magneto's daughter again. I don't know. Cause the only reason they said she was in the first place was because they didn't have rights to any of the mutants for the movies. That was actually written in the MCU. All right. That was written into the MCU contract that they couldn't use any of the mutants. Time to roll for the giveaway. Roll now. Oh, there we go. But okay, so, ten seconds. Because ten they, seconds. Ten seconds. Because they couldn't use any of the mutants in the MCU films, but they wanted to use Scarlet Witch. 
they just in the comics said, oh, she's not a mutant. Ha <laughs> ha. Never been one. And then they could put it in the films. There we go. Closing and since she was never really an X-Man, there wasn't really that much of a fight about it. Mar Hawkman is the yeah, winner. Yeah, Mar Hawkman wins. Champions complete physical. Yes. Make sure to whisper Mr. Heathen Dog, and he will get your mailing information and ship it to you. That's right. Because it has to be physically shipped because it is real, not PDF. It has PDF. to be physically shipped because it is real. It is a real thing. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, email me. Oh, who me changed that slide? With... I didn't do that. Someone did that just to mess with me. All right, what are your thoughts? What do you think of the segment? Did it go on too long? Maybe. Did I ramble a lot? Probably. What are your thoughts on these books at ABC123? ABC. All right, so what are your thoughts on our singing? We know it's good. You don't have to tell us. So... What are, you, are there any books you think I should be looking for? Um, I'm going to be looking at some more books in the future from Boom Studios, as well as from Xenoverse. Oh, Xenoscope, sorry. Uh, they have a lot of new books coming out. I'll be looking at a lot of those in the, coming up in the future. Very excited about that. And are there any other books you think I should be going for? What do you think of Avengers No Road Home? Where do you think it's leading? Why is it a separate Avengers series? Why is it a limited thing? It's a limited series, but it's using the legacy numbers. Is it the real Avengers series? Why does Marvel not number anything properly? Why do they put a .hu after one issue and then the next... Ta if you could answer any of these questions, let me know. Or have any suggestions. Or maybe I should just make up my own numbering scheme. You know what? Next episode is going to be episode number 838.gh. That's what it is. Uh, you know, whatever. Whatever. Apparently, we'll do it the Marvel way. You know, Heathen Dog and I are going to change places on the screen, who's on the left and who's on the right, and we're going to start it back from episode one. We're going to completely oh, retcon. There'll be no previous issues that we'll even worry about. Everything will act like it's new. Brand new. <laughs> right, Larry says, don't sing. <laughs> Use Aztec numerals. <laughs> <laughs> episode Panther Tiger Mask. <laughs> A new backstory for Legion with. Yeah, why not? Let's change our backstory. Detrius from the NASA space program has been assembled to form the Legion of Myth with their new fluffy sidekick. Hi, everybody. You know, so it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a porg, but it's not. <laughs> it's our new sidekick, Fluffy the Frankie. The first rule of acquisition is. No, Fluffy. Anyway, so. <laughs> Don't miss an episode. You can follow on Twitch, you can follow notifications, watch us live, join the conversation, have fun, subscribe, and then you're eligible for subscriber-only giveaways on Twitch. And also you can subscribe on YouTube, ding, 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 ding. and then you can know when these segments are updated to, to YouTube. You can watch them right away, you can watch them later, you can make a list, and everything will be better in your life. Marv says not Aztec numbers are collections of lines and dots. Kind of like this, but sideways. Uh, that probably refers to how the Aztecs used a series of knots in cords uh, for number keeping. So that would be a representation of that physically. You can get more Garthon on YouTube. Garthon comic poll, team-ups, past segments. Make sure to watch Garthon stream Sundays at 9 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern, where we are doing Star Trek Online. Me and Heathen Dog and Algarian when he's available. Mm -hmm. And also Thursday, we are streaming Star Trek Online at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. Oh, it says 9, wait, wait, 10 Eastern, 9 Central for the first one. So you can see my past streams on YouTube. You can see, watch the current team-ups. Thank you, everyone. 
Now the subscriber only giveaway begins. Here it is. Here it is. For the first exclamation point gift card. Subscriber only. So only if you're a subscriber can you enter. But for every five five subscribers who enter, I give away another card. Starting at one, at five, we hit two. At ten, we hit three. At fifteen, we hit four. At twenty, we hit five. At twenty-five, we hit six. It gets crazy. It gets crazy. I'm probably going to cut it off at four because that gets weird. Yep, you have to be a subscriber to enter into this exclamation point gift card. Subscribe right now, and enter. Cost you five bucks to win twenty-five. That's if you win. That's if you win. But I'm rolling three times. I'm I'm rolling multiple times from the exact same list. Right. So the same person could win twice. Or three, two or three or four people could win from the same list. So your odds, your odds don't change, but you get you get you get more rolls for just one entry. Absolutely. Is one else seventy three a subscriber? I thought so. Yes. Oh, I didn't see their entry come in. Is their entry in? Uh, yes. All right, you're good. I just didn't see it pop up in the thing. Duncan isn't in this one. Good luck, everyone. Duncan already won twice. Well, Duncan, no, he's not a subscriber. That's okay. It's only because he doesn't like you. It's only because I mean, we've given him enough crap <laughs> to be able to pay for a subscription for six months. That's good I mean, stuff. He's won enough stuff. That's all right. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to subscribe. You're going to subscribe. You're already here. You can't subscribe. I just did. Doesn't make any sense. My, my subscription, uh, my, my monthly subscription Oh, you're today. My cat <laughs> is going to knock down my green screen because he's being insane. That's okay. All right. So, while we wait for that to percolate a little bit, everyone, make sure explanation point gift card. Let's talk about the RNG. What's happening in our random brains this week? James Gunn was released from directorial duties of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 following people being butthurt. I'm sorry, that's not a nice way to put it. That's following right. people being upset over yes. some past tweets he made with inappropriate jokes. Yes, and they were inappropriate. And he it. said they were inappropriate. Yes. But he said he was trying to be controversial many years ago yeah. when making these jokes. It's about 10 years now. Yeah, it's yeah. been quite a while. Uh, yeah. But the Twitter mobs all rose up with their virtual pitchforks and torches, and Disney fired him. Everyone, yep. comic book fans around the world and movie fans said this is a very bad idea. Yeah, because Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was a hit and made a lot of money. Guardians, Guardians of the two. Galaxy 2 was a hit and made a lot of money. What do these two things have in common? Cast and director. That's right. Also, the cast was upset. and f- Oh, God. Yeah, Chris Pratt, uh, Batista, uh, uh, Cooper, and one other person signed an, an open letter saying that this was stupid bring him yeah. back well batista actually said he will not be that he oh god didn't yeah, want to be in the film without the, him he was the most pissed out of all of them he yeah seemed like pissed. it i think i'm not sure chris Pratt. i know that batista openly said he wouldn't be in the next film if james gunn was like go like that hmm. um i don't know how serious he was i'm sure enough money would you know bring him back and they could always kill off the character too well mar hawkman people think they can use things decades ago that they've done against them because uh the internet is forever Yep, the internet is forever, no matter how much you think and, it is. And, and, and l- like an argument with your wife, if she's losing, she'll bring up something that happened years ago, and you will lose. But, That's how the internet works. And you can always say there are people who 
this is personal philosophy. There are people out there who make themselves feel better or more powerful by being able to bring down someone they see as in a position of power from some by for any reason. Right. And if they could say, oh, look, this person did something bad once a long time ago. You should not everyone should be mean to him now. Everyone point and be mean to him. That's what they're going to do because they it yeah. makes them feel better with themselves for no reason. Um, and, and why why did Disney take him back or or ask him to come back? Why did they do it? Well, it's easy. Uh, Disney is a publicly traded company, and no matter what you think, the main priority of a publicly traded company is to make money. That's it. They can also be a kind company. They can also be a good company. They can also care about their employees and the environment. And let's say they, they do. Also I'm not saying they do, but they can also. I said let's say they do. Not, I'm not let, saying let, they do. Let's say they do. Number one priority for a public and traded company is going to be making money. And they finally realized, or they realized a while ago and just tried to wait out the, the, the Twitter storm, that uh, without James Gunn at the helm of this thing, they might not make as much money. That's pretty much a guarantee they wouldn't, simply because some people refused to go just because he wasn't there. And the comparisons, no matter who directed it, is going to be brutal. Right. They're going to be, yeah. unless you get someone like Steven Spielberg to direct it, mm. or Captain Titanic, James Cameron. If you can get those guys to direct it, people aren't going to say, "Well, you know, James Gunn was always better." Maybe, maybe not. But you, you have a better shot. But um, unless you get a legendary powerhouse, then. It's not going to happen, and you got to pay that legendary powerhouse, legendary powerhouse money. Yeah, real says or J.J. Abrams. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Uh, personally, I don't. I don't like the guy, but uh, I don't like his work. Guardians Galaxy I, I needs more lens flare. No, it doesn't. <laughs> now, uh, like I said, they wanted to. They wanted to make money. If you have to pay the legendary director prices, you're going to make less money. If you don't have James Gunn, you're going to make less money. Uh, bringing James Gunn back means you. Disney gets to make and keep more money. That was always going to happen. This was always going to happen. I don't know about that, because sometimes people will make bad decisions and stick by them just because they made them. Mark Hawkins says he perceives the approach things being morally wrong. It's part of why the U.S. has ruled against multiple trials and showing. Yeah, exactly. You already did the penance for it once. You don't, can't do it again. You can't. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, uh, if, you, if you go back in time, he was ju just coming out of uh, out of trauma entertainment. Right. When he made those tweets, he was trying to be provocative. He was trying to make a name for himself because he was in a mill, basically. Right. And this is the film studio who gave us films such as Death by Temptation, The Toxic Crusader. Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger. Sorry. Toxic Crusaders for the cartoon. Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Which is your favorite guilty pleasure. It is. Uh, <laughs> Nukem High. You yes, know, these are not high art films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to he had to stand out when he left trauma. He had to be able to stand out because people were just going to hire him for his past work, and he wanted to break out of that to make some real films that he thought were were worthy of of uh, of his new standard. So he had to he had to figure out a way to stand out in a crowd, and he went this way. Is it the right way? The Killer Tomatoes trauma? I think so. Wow, I forgot about that. And uh, so, is this the was this the right way to go? In hindsight, probably not. But at the time, well, look where he got. Look where he got in his right. Career. Well, he was, you know, everyone tries to make. He was trying. It's kind of like you see a lot of comedians work very blue until they 
start getting that modicum of fame, and then they will switch. Uh, look at Tim Allen. Tim Allen's early stand-up work was very blue, very full of cuss words, you know, and inappropriate jokes and stuff. Right. But Eddie Murphy. But once he got famous, you know, he's you know he's on TV. Oh, go go, you know, with Tool Time. Uh, El Gary gave Duncan Idaho. Ah. Oh, Duncan Idaho can now roll. <laughs> yeah, and he did. And he did. Okay, but also uh, Eddie Murphy. But before yeah, Disney Murphy. got a hold of him, before yeah. Disney got a hold of him, he was already famous when 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 Raw came out. But yeah, Saturday Night Live at, made him famous. Oh but yeah, that, well, Saturday but, Night Live made him famous. Yeah. That, yeah, but, you can say that his stand like Ross have really made him famous. Yes, yes. And then Disney got a hold of him, he started making kids films, and he had to change his whole thing. But all of that still happened. Yep. All right? All that still happened. Yeah. So, and, no, trust me, there are people trying to get on guys like Eddie Murphy and stuff for those jokes they did back then. It's like, dude, that was in the 80s, and also, it was funny. Yeah. You know, you can't say that every joke is perfect and innocent and, you know, Things need to be taken as p- part of their time as well. Yeah, people still listen to uh, to Michael Jackson songs. They well, that's separating the art from the artist. That's different. Exactly, exactly. Now that that you know, a lot of people have trouble with that for some reason. I don't. I never knew Michael Jackson. I never met the man. I knew his music. I can like that. He never lost like a, a court case against him, though. You know, I just... you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Macaulay but... Culkin spent a lot of time with him, and he to this day says nothing. He was actually always just a lot of fun to hang out with. You know. Yeah. No, I get it. But you know, you you pay off you, you pay off one settlement, that's fine. You pay off two, it gets weird. And then when you know your own family comes out against you, you're like, uh, what? Yeah. It gets well, really weird. I don't know. Talking about Michael Jackson still, because there was actually like the last one that came out against him. The kid didn't remember anything happening to him until years afterwards, when his mother yeah. was telling him about it. Uh, yeah, that's that's a little weird. Okay, let, let let's switch tack. R. Kelly actually charged. Well, he actually did bad stuff. Actually did bad stuff. It's on tape. But that doesn't mean and, you can't uh, like R. Kelly albums. It, yeah, it doesn't mean you can't listen to his songs. It doesn't mean you you don't have to apologize for that because. The art is different than the artist. Right. It's it's the same for it's the same for James Gunn. Yeah. The movie is separate from the director. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hawkins says the worst thing in the current era is how people get fired because of smear campaigns. That's true. That's not cool. No. Um, Ravensler says uh, talking about uh, James Gunn's work. Uh, plus, that's before he became a father. Look at where he came after he became a father. That's true. Or it's not, maybe yeah. Tim Allen. It's the same thing there. Uh, Rock says fake smear campaigns at that. Yeah. Very true. What else says he said on the court a few of those things about Michael Jackson? That's true. Rock says I think MG is. I kind of think MG wasn't killed to most people. That's probably true. Yeah. Eddie Murphy I, stuff they had. Uh, he has, he has Eddie Murphy on tape. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I have raw. But yeah, the uh, the R Kelly stuff was. Yeah, he was brought to court in the '90s for the same crap. Yeah, they had it on yeah. Saturday Night Live. Even did a joke about it. Mm-hmm. They had a bit where, you know, they had like the girl in the courtroom. Yeah. They yeah. had like on video, like they were showing the videotape of the courtroom, and then like it's like him with like the underage girl, and then like oh, that ain't me, y'all. Is this your? It's like basically like everyone he like his mother ended up in the room and his manager, like basically everyone possible. And then like there's people like with pictures like say this is R. Kelly, and you're just like ah that ain't me, dog, you know. And so like judge like well he says it isn't him, yeah. Yeah. 
fuck. Yeah, the, I I remember all the jokes. It was it was it was all appropriate for the it was all you know appropriate for the time. All these jokes. Well, if she didn't want to get peed on, why don't she just move out of the way? See, you had to say it. Um, no, if it, that that uh, that was that was a line. Yeah, that was a line. Boondocks. From from the Boondocks even was on, so that that was that was primetime TV on Cartoon Network. Well, the joke. the Boondocks isn't exactly rated G by any means. No, no, it's definitely not. Like I said, primetime TV. But then again, really... R. Kelly, you know, he the original point was you could still like his music, but know that he's kind of a scumbag. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's definitely a scumbag. He's definitely a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like you could like Whitney Houston music and not think about how she ended up in her later years. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, be be uh, also supporting crack addiction right. by liking Whitney Houston albums. You that, There's a disconnect. You have to di- there's It's different. The art and the artist. Whereas I was talking Eddie Murphy's group makes sense. Mark Hawk says one weird thing from years ago is how I find one of my favorite music groups split up because one of the members broke the law. Jeez, that sucks. Uh, one of oh, wait, a, a member of a musical group broke the law. That it does not sound shocking to me. Well, it depends on the type of music. And it depends on what law was broken. <laughs> uh, but the trashed a hotel room. Eh, whatever. That's like background noise now. I say this. We're basically nothing. The cruise over. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, the James Gunn firing never should have happened. No. Uh, the Disney Corporation overreacted, and when that happens, the the mob then thinks they have power, and they keep going after more and more important people. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, stat rape. Youch. All right. Yeah, that's that. I can see why that would break up a group. Yep, that'll do it. All right. All right. Check. Yep. Anyway, uh, that's that's us on James Gunn. Right. We're glad uh, he's back. We think it was yeah, the right decision. We, we think he never should have been fired in the first place. I'm also very certain he got a very nice, we're apologizing stipend to his pay. You have you would have to think, right? He and the dog. I do. I mean, yeah. I keep that Disney probably paid paid a premium to get him back. Absolutely. All right. So that's the RNG. Let us go Couldn't to the giveaway roll. All right. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I doubt we're going to get four more. Right. But if you have not entered yet, you have about ten seconds for yeah, exclamation point gift seconds. card. If you are a subscriber to get on this. And after that, uh, cringy, you can join the giveaway, but you have to subscribe to the channel. These yeah. are $25 gift cards. Yeah. If you are a subscriber, you have to be a subscriber. So you have to, you have to get, get a sub and you can jump in on the gift cards. You missed all of the, all, all of the other followers. ones already happened. Every other prize. We gave away four other prizes on the stream and every other one was followers. Yep. Anybody could join, yep. but this, this is one subscriber yeah, only. It's just subscriber only. So if you want to give a subscription, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some time. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, I can't uh, get it. Duncan okay. says they'll give Gunn a consonant uh, when phase four of the Disney match playing is probably <laughs> true. Yeah, a small island at least. <laughs> probably true. All right, let us roll. All right, we're closing the giveaway. Oh, Baldahar the... got in under the just oh, under the right gun. Right on the wire. Good job, man. Right on the wire. All right, first winner. Famous. Famous, you win. You've won the first Amazon gift card for twenty-five dollars. There is another one coming, though, everyone. Yes, there's but, another one coming. But, but right Famous, here. make sure. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and whisper me, uh, whisper Heathen Dog, your email address, and after the show, you'll receive your gift card in the, in the, the mail. The code will come over email. The code will come over email. Okay, picking the second winner. Second winner. Are you ready? 
Maglinear. Yeah, Maglinear wins. Congratulations. All right, that is all the gift cards this time. Congratulations, Maglinear. Welcome to the stream. Good to Rigged. see you there. <laughs> yeah, Duncan Idaho, Maglinear are big winners today. They Mar are. Hoffman coming up, coming up, uh, Mar Hawkman and Famous coming up uh, second place, tied for second. Yep, but that is all the giveaways. For Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a good time. And that was the RNG. That was a give, the monthly giveaway. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate all of our subscribers so much. We'll spread the word. Free school yes. in 2019. We'll have a special contest specifically for that venue supporters. If all four goals are achieved in 2019 and held for three months, the Legion of Earth will have a giveaway contest that gives out at least, at least, a thousand in prizes. The more growth, the more prizes. So tell everyone, get them in on this. And the crazy gravy train will get larger and wider include more beef so join the legion you can join us on discord you can follow us on twitter you can watch us on youtube just look for a legion of myth in any of those and watch us live on twitch so it's fun to watch live on twitch check our schedule and be involved in all of our wacky shenanigans live the best way to be a part of it be a part of grothon's comic pool be a part of all of it be a part of elgarian slow we'll talk about lane Later. Let us know what interests, what content interests you. Thanks, Baldahar. Yes, a great way to cheer. Thank you, Baldahar. Your support keeps us going. You can do so through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Leash to Myth. A Streamlabs donation. Twitch.streamlabs.com slash Leash to Myth. Get our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Find love in your Leash to Myth gear at shop.spreadshirt.com. And you can cheer in Twitch. Thanks, Baldahar. You showed us how to do that. Upcoming activities. The next subscriber giveaway is in April. We'll let you know when that is. We just had it, so we're not going to explain it again. Gen Con 2020, sign up is in January. Join us for that. We want you to be there with us. Here's our schedule. Elgarian, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Try the Avatar. Monday, Tuesday, 6.30, Rim World. Wednesday, Miscellaneous Games. Thursday and Sunday, Star Trek Online with Heathen Dog and Garthon. Friday, Saturday, Try the Avatar. Heathen Dog. Already said his yes, stuff sir. for Try the Avatar. Pacifies on Monday at 8 Central. And don't forget the live stream with Garthon and Heathen Dog. 8 p.m. 9 Eastern. Saturday. Max Leo streams on YouTube. The Angry Slow Show. Unscripted. Unrepentant. Angry. The Angry Slow Show is ready for you. Join it. Be angered. Make a difference. Show love to the universe with the Angry Slow Show. We talk about Algarian. Watch him. Remember, my friends, you've won life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great darn little novel. <laughs>